Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This is Lynette and you are listening to Living with Disassociative Identity Disorder. Today's podcast is going to be about my recent name change and the decision behind me making that decision to change my name. So I am going to go ahead and get into it. So, a couple of years ago, I decided that I was I wanted to know more about my uh, ethnic background, and I've always known that I was different than a lot of other kids, and um, I always knew that my dad was different, and uh, no matter what people say. I always identified myself as being black. However, I always knew there was more to it. It's just, you know, the first thing you cling to. And um, so I decided to go and look up my family tree. And um, while doing so, I found out there was a lot of things missing. A lot of things made sense. But then a lot of things were missing. For example, there was no mention of my maternal great-grandmother being born. As well as my paternal great-grandmother being born. And I just found that very strange. Meanwhile, I can go back on my father's side very, very far with the men in the family. However, the women in the family is just, it it was weird. So I decided to take a DNA test and to find out whether or not um, there was anything that I probably should know. And um, I did so with two different companies. I went with Ancestry and then I also went with 23andMe. And uh, the reason why I did that was because I wanted to see if there was going to be something different with each one. And I didn't want to put like all my faith and hope into just what one said. So <laughs> when I got my Ancestry DNA test back, which came back first, um, it said that I was less black than anything else like it was just weird well not anything else because my native side apparently is like one (laughs) percent so which is weird but whatever um and I'll tell you why that's weird but um I just figured you know there had to be more and it just wasn't. There was like so much missing. And so when I got my 23andMe, it made more sense um, as to my mixture and all that I am. And they went into a little bit more detail than Ancestry as far as my lineage into Spain. And 
of course, there's a lot of people who say that, you know, everyone is black to some degree and everyone is white to some degree. All that, you know, all that jazz. But, you know, to those people, I just side eye because it's kind of hypocritical at the same time because if everyone is black, then how is everyone out uh, white as well? It just doesn't, you know... And then you have people who say that black um, black people were here first, and so they created white people as well. It's just, you know, I'm like, okay, so are they really white then? <laughs> Wouldn't they just be light, light-skinned black people? You know? So, uh, whatever. That's a whole different subject. Whole different topic. Not for here. So, um, what it did tell me, though, was that I was, I think, 40% or maybe 43%. It was like two years ago. (laughs) But it was like 40-something percent black. And then there was like, um, I think 50 percent native I mean not native but um Spaniard and British which is weird right so I figured okay I'm white (laughs) so um and then there was the um it was more Spaniard than British um but I mean, it was there. Um, And then there was like 1% native on each test result. So the numbers weren't too different. They were pretty much the same. There's absolutely no Asian in me. Nothing of that sort. Um, But apparently I am Spaniard. (laughs) Uh, So... That makes sense a lot. Um, and if you knew my dad, you understand why I say that. But yeah. Um it just uh it just it didn't sit well with me because when I went and I reviewed my family tree I wasn't able to find my maternal or my paternal great-grandmothers. It was like they completely erased them from existence. And so what I wanted to do with my name change was to identify and add some respect to those ladies that came and made it possible for me to be here. I didn't want their names to be just left out there, you know, just whatever, as if they didn't matter, as if their family didn't matter. And I felt that that someone had to do it. And since I'm like the one that always doing random stuff, should be me. (laughs) and so I did I went to the courthouse and I put in my petition 
to have my name changed and I am officially waiting to get a approval from the judge because I believe that it's going to be a approval because what is there to dispute? There's actually nothing to dispute. So I went ahead and I filled out the form while I was at the courthouse and I left it there and um, it was stamped, it was signed, and it was sealed. I am happy. So both of my, well, I take that back. No, my maternal great-grandmother, she was Blackfoot Native and the and my and my paternal great grandmother was Cherokee. So we have a lot of native blood running through us. And that's the reason why I just I was confused by my DNA result um on both sides. But I guess if you look at all the blood that trickles down and, you know, whether or not it's still pure and all that, and then you look at all the other mixtures and things like that, it does kind of make sense that it would have trickled down so little. And so I'm not upset about that. I'm more upset about the fact that there, um, that the name Red Top was just thrown to the side and discarded as if there was never any red tops alive ever and that upsets me to my core and so I decided to take on the name red top as my um as my last name or surname and that is what I'm going to stick with I'm going to be a red top, and I feel like someone had to do it, and why not me? So, um, yeah, that's the whole story behind me and my um, my choice to change my name. And I really, really hope that the judge don't take forever trying to go ahead and change my name on paper and make it legally possible to be a red top because I would love to represent the red top family and the entire culture. I would love to do that. I really, 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 really would love to do that because I feel like there's like so much missing and I don't think a lot of people in our family or in my family would actually do that. I don't think they would. And um, I feel that it's a shame. And I, would, I just, I want to give back. And I want to make things right. And I want to fix the situation that my ancestors had to endure. And so this is what my way of doing so. If you like this podcast and you would like to hear more about me, my daily struggles with living with disassociative identity disorder and things of that nature, 
please feel free to follow and subscribe to whatever channel that you're or platform that you're listening to this on. And I will be back again either this week or this weekend with another podcast. Until next time, I hope you all are staying cool and are having a wonderful day. Adios.